Hey guys, I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith Finch. And I'm Jack. (laughs) And we're all wearing the same clothes we were in the last episode, which may not be the last episode, but uh, we are pre-recording this episode well in advance because I have to go to a conference next week and we won't be able to get together on the line, which is fine. Lots of cool podcasts pre-record their episodes and we're a cool podcast too. We're a cool podcast that's sponsored by a bunch of fun people. These guys. Yay. So uh, this week we are discussing, so one of, one of the uh, defining traits of kind of our generation of gun owners, like the elder millennials, is that we grew up or at the, we, we remember when Russia was the Soviet Union, we remember the transition from the Soviet Union to like that really like brief period in the early 90s when you know Tom Clancy was writing crazy books about Russia joining NATO and like for a minute we thought like Russia might be the good guys and then obviously you know we have Russia yeah. Jack's like eh, then, no. then I never trusted him I never trusted him little optimistic so anyway but one of the defining characteristics of our generation of gun owners has been that sort of cold war movie you know and you think of movies like the Hunt for Red October, Red Dawn, the R- Red Dawn, the Hunt for Red. I, those, are the <laughs> those are the good ones. I'm sure there's Red Storm uh, Rising. No, Red, Red Storm Rising. Uh, ones you've never heard of, like Firefox, which is actually I was about one of my favorite. Firefox. Oh, yes. You have to think that, in and Russian. Then you have those kind of Cold War adjacent movies, like the uh, like uh, any anything. Um, the the whole Rainbow series and the whole uh, what was the other one? Mm. Um, Chuck Norris's one. Chuck Norris's Rainbow. The Delta Talk. Force movies? No. Uh, Wait, which? Invasion USA? I don't know. And I mean, which? Invasion USA, if you want to talk about like campy Cold War, is pretty awesome because it's Chuck Norris with dual Mac 10s and a shoulder yes, holster. That's the one. Fighting yep. an infiltrating battalion of Russian special forces. I don't. I don't know why I could not explain to you the depths of what occurs in this movie, but at one point Chuck Norris is hunting a guy in an office with a, with a shoulder fired anti-tank weapon on his waist, just Mm -hmm. like clearing corners. And when he finally, like he finds the dude, the dude's got like a rifle. He's like, aha. And Chuck Norris just laws this dude in the chest. Like he's a, (laughs) T72. <laughs> like just I'm fine with this. I, I'm totally fine with all of this. So you know what? I'm I'm okay with that because true lies also gave us terrorists riding on missile to kill other terrorists. That is true. And true lies, you know, it was part of that transition from the Russians are the bad guys into the period where it was like all you know brown people with accents were the bad guys which we've now transitioned out of because who do they stack up in job lots in movies again these days? Russians. It's just it's Russian gangsters now. That's yeah, who it is. It's not the Russian. It's not the Russian state, but it may well be the Russian state again soon. It, you know, current so, events. But let's talk about our favorite Cold War movies. So obviously, you know, Red Dawn is a classic, and it it holds up well. Uh, there's an entire group of people who, when someone says Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, they think about Red Dawn. They don't think about that other movie with the choreography. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is actually a great movie, and I love Dirty Dancing, and I'll fight anybody who disagrees with me. No one puts Baby in the corner. But Fact. it is not a Cold War movie. Uh, so then you have, you know, you have, you also, uh, The Hunt for Red October is probably, it, it, in my opinion, 
The Hunt for Red October is the best Cold War movie because it's the best movie of them. It's basically a perfect movie. Like from start to finish, it's the action's good. The acting's good. You know, yes, Sean Connery comes from the Glasgow region of Russia, apparently, with his yeah. really bad accent. I was just I watched this. I watched this movie before I understood what accents were. So to me, I'm just like, mm-hmm, that's what Russians sound like, I guess. <laughs> Russians sound like Sean Connery. That's weird. Everybody who's, everybody who's not from either the Midwest or the South sounds like Sean Connery. But, okay, so, like, they do... I know we want to crap on his accent in this movie, but they do this really cool thing where the, everyone's talking in Russian, and as the camera pans over, everyone starts talking in English. I actually just watched it last night. So what they do? I honestly love that transition. He's talking to uh, the political officer, and it pans in on the political officer's mouth. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's reading from like the Book of Revelation or something, and it pans in on his mouth, and then it pans out, and it on the word Armageddon because the word Armageddon is the same in Russian as it is in English. It then Mm -hmm. pulls back out, and now he's saying speaking in English. And I was like, God, that's a really freaking good transition. Like that's. I didn't appreciate how smoothly that's done until recently. Yeah, they the the whole thing with the hunt for Red October, uh, because obvi- obviously Cold War movies, Russians were the bad guys. So uh, it, it was very formulaic when it came to a lot of those movies. The hunt for Red October was one of the movies that broke that formula because the main cast of Russians aren't bad guys. The main cast of Russians are part of our protagonist team. And they show, not only do they show Russian bad guys and Russian good guys, but you're you're rooting for the Red October. You're rooting for the guys there because they kind of represent the Russian gen pop. They they represent Russian people, not the not the whims of the Kremlin, not the Russian government, not what uh not what uh, the red state is after it's what the the soldiers in this case the sailors you know are are after and they feel like they have to do um for for a moral and just reason and so the entire movie is about the defection of sean connery the glasgow russian and sam neill who decided to retire from looking at dinosaurs until this upcoming jurassic park park movie and instead got on the boat with Sean Connery. Never get off the boat. Never get off the boat. Because he would like to see the great state of Montana. That's his whole goal. He wants to see Montana. And I agree with him on this. Montana is very pretty. like Montana. So uh, within Cold War movies, obviously you have a lot of different genres and stuff like that. You've got your action movies. You've got spy thrillers and stuff like that. I have to say that most of the more modern Cold War takes aren't as good as the 80s Cold War movies. You're never going to get a Rocky training montage to beat Ivan Drago again, which is the best trade. Like it's the best training montage in the history of training montage. You got Drago getting jacked up with roids in his science gym. And this American guy, this Italian American guy's hitting a tree with a baseball bat. I'm like, America, Uh America. I love when he like gets to like the crappy cabin and the Russians are like, this is all you want. He's like, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm going to run up these mountains in jeans and a leather jacket. I'm like, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work out well. In forget forget boxing, bro. You are not prepared for this level of cold. <laughs> like he's, 
but he's just like, I got a Baba jacket. That's good enough. Let's go running. (laughs) Do you guys remember Red Heat? Oh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he's like a rush or he's like a Russian cop and he comes to America and he's I think he's working with one of the Belushi's. Yes, Jim. Yes. Yeah. He's paired with Jim Belushi to like solve a murder. God, that movie was bad. That movie was very, very It does have Arnold with a desert eagle that they I think they call like a nine times 30 millimeter Tokarev round or something like. But it's got like the extended barrel Desert Eagle, which is my favorite Desert Eagle. It's a very aesthetic look. Um, yeah, I I'm a big fan. I'm I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Completely understand. It can be a bad movie. With the 1980s are left. the greatest thing ever for the Desert Eagle, where we just threw them in there. Like, ugh. like oh yeah, this guy carries his gun concealed. That makes perfect sense. Those were really good you know and it's funny i think that we're actually kind of being narrow with our definition of cold war movie because we're thinking about like kind of the late 70s early 80s era of the cold war which was obviously the most insane era you know and and we're not we're not looking back at things like clockwork or oranger no i mean another well i was gonna say um flight of uh flight of the intruder no you're thinking of iron eagle no um African mercenary movie. Um Wild Geese. Wild Oh Geese. yeah. Like that's that's peak Cold War Africa. Mm-hmm. These guys are getting hired by a copper mining facility to like ah go do some stuff for us. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing shady whatsoever. This is all good. This is all remember, fun. it's not shady if you get paid enough money. Right. I mean, technically, you could, uh, speaking of Cold War movies, you could sort of lump Lord of War into that. That's that's definitely one of the first movies that took on the concept of the fall of the Soviet Union Mm -hmm. and like the absolute just fire sale where, you know, you had Russian colonels who were like, well, (laughs) my paycheck stops on Tuesday. So that's a BTR. Hold on, that's that's in Ukraine. I mean, like I remember, yeah. like mm-hmm. when he's talking to his his like extended family member, um, he's like, you know, as of yesterday, the bosses are in another country. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I guess so. You know, <laughs> um, oh, great flick. All right, so uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna do this. Will be a pretty short episode, guys. We're gonna do a little roundtable. Everybody's going to go best movie about how much better America is at stuff than Russia. Go. And Jack. Best movie America's. Yeah. It's got to be Red Dawn. Okay. Um, 12 teenagers or nine teenagers. Sorry, I got my count wrong. uh, Basically screw up a Russian airborne division to the point that they require a Spetsnaz team to go and hunt them. And through just sheer, we hunt deer, they murk the Spetsnaz dudes. That's. And if you, if you don't get a little up when you watch Red Dawn, you don't know. No, yeah. thank you. You, you. I absolutely do not vibe with people who are like, oh, Red Dawn from the 80s. I'm not into that. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, you can go over there. 
and just not bring your negativity and your bad energy around me because I don't like that. That movie's amazing. I, I don't I don't have I don't have to buy into realism to understand that Wolverines will still and continue and forever be one of the greatest war cries of the American people. I have a t-shirt that has, that says Calumet High School on it, which is the name of the high school in the movie. And it's got Wolverines. And I have had people from Calumet, Michigan be like, we don't have a Wolverines high school here. And I'm like, it's not, don't, please stop talking to me. Oh, it's almost like legends matter. Yeah. It's almost like they help you. Hmm. This is, this is like a parallel conversation to something we talked about earlier. All right. I will go second and we'll have Keith go last. And I'm going to go with a movie that does not involve um, uh, killing Russians, but instead involves killing them in their souls by beating them at hockey. And that movie is Miracle, about the miracle on ice. And if you don't like that movie, just... Like, I get it. There's people in the firearms community who are like, I don't like no sports movies. That's not a sports movie. That's a movie about America being better at hockey, which we were not. Historically, we were not better at hockey than the Soviet Union during that time. And we came in there and it was a bunch of dudes in mullets with porn stashes skating around these roided up Russian athletes. And we beat them at the thing they said they were the best in the world at. You know why we beat them? Because fucking America. That's why. And Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt Russell being an absolute terrible coach. Kurt Russell is America. Yeah, but he's being a America. America and he abuses and is, his players into beating Russia. And if that's not America, I don't know. I don't what. know what is. It really is. And it re- honestly, it really is a great movie. And it's one of those where, like, if you don't get like sort of those patriotic goosebumps when you're watching it, again, you may excuse yourself out of my friend group. Is the movie 100% accurate? It, no, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's probably yeah. twenty percent. Movie accurate. dramatized. Oh and my! They don't. God. They don't bring it up in the movie, but the Russians had just lost a ton of their best players in an accident. <laughs> and then yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, oh, but I don't you know, there's care. a conspiracy theory about that accident, right? That the CIA actually arranged it. Okay. Of course there is. I there I'm, is. I'm gonna say that before. I ever met CIA officers, I would not believe that story. I would be like, they wouldn't do something like that. Having now gotten to know several CIA officers. Not only do I think that they would do something like that, I think they would black book it just because they wanted, not just because, just to be petty. That's why they did it. That's why they would have done it. Not that I think they did it or anything like that, but like the motive, oh no, we just wanted to fuck the Russians. Like not, there's no great state interest Literally just because Russia. Just fuck those guys. All right, Keith, what's yours? Well, since you stole mine. I stole Miracle, that was going to be yours? You stole Miracle (laughs) out from under me. Um, I'm going to have to bring this back to Red Dawn, the movie where America's so great that the greatest Russian naval submarine command is like, nah, we're going there. (laughs) Oh, do you mean Red October? Red, yeah, Hunt for yeah, Red October. Red Sorry, I was like, Hunt for Red October. Freaking submarines in, I, I got confused. He did want to see Montana. Yeah. He, he did want to see Montana. Yeah, right. got to go see Montana. Where where uh, no good old Sean Connery and Sam Neill take their 
high-tech, super top-of-the-line Russian submarine, which uh, the Russians were never able to do, by the way. Russian hardware is very ad hoc compared to ours. I love um, it in that movie how, like, the interior of Red October, the sets they used, make it look shiny and glossy and just, like, super-duper nice. And all of the air, the American material kind of looks like they dredged it up from the Vietnam War and it's dark mm-hmm. and dingy. And I'm like, this is the exact opposite of how this, it is this in is the real not world. Like, this is- <laughs> Why do we think submarines are so dark? Like, <laughs> like does no one understand that there are light bulbs in those things? Yeah, and they're regular level light bulbs because, you know, they don't have windows. <laughs> yeah, it's not like oh, you have to worry yeah, about the discipline. Hunt, so, correction, the hunt for Red October will be mine because the great submarine team comes to America because the, the first officer wants to see Montana and Sean Connery is like, no, Americans are better and they need our super special Russian submarine to be better than the Russians. Oh man, yeah, that was, it is, it is such a good movie. Uh, I can't, it's, all of these are great movies. Uh, Red Dawn, Merrick, this is like the, and I mean, there are also like our some sub-tier movies that are not great movies. Like Firefox is not a great movie, but Firefox is a really fun movie. Um, if you've ever wanted to see Clint Eastwood be sweaty in a motorcycle he, helmet, he's sweaty a lot in that movie. In a play that I assume has some air conditioning. Yeah, like some kind of climate control. So uh Firefox is a good one. Obviously, um, I invasion USA if you just want to like watch you have just a couple of drinks first. You just absolutely lose your mind for a little bit. And then you know you have all well not all of the Rambo movies like the which the second one is pretty them is no right when he oh yeah when he goes and helps the Mujahideen and kills yeah, a lot of Russians Afghanistan yep. <laughs> talk about movies that didn't age well we're like oh hey in hindsight mistake <laughs> guys we that might not have been our bestest of ideas was that one but you know because. Isn't there at the end of that movie, isn't there like a, uh, a, a script that says like this movie is dedicated to the brave, you know, Afghanistan fighters who resisted Soviet occupation? <laughs> it's kind of like, whoopsie. Gonna, whoopsie. That one got deleted in the special edition. They just removed it. Edit that one out. All right, guys. Any last thoughts on the Cold War? Uh, Cold War Two. This time it's yeah. personal. <laughs> Cold War Two's looking lit, guys. Cold War Two's looking lit. All right, that is it for this week. Again, thank you everybody for liking, sharing, and subscribing. Please continue to do all of those and things. supporting the sponsors and, and the supporting sponsors. our sponsors. Yes, make sure you go buy things from them and tell them that they're very, very pretty. So, oh, so, oh, so very pretty. All right, that is it for this week. We will be back uh, next week uh, with a new episode talking about things. Oh. Uh, that's the postscript I want to add. If you guys have something you want us to talk about, like if you have ideas for episodes, like if you've been sitting there, drop it in a comment, send it in an email on a contact form or something like that. I am always down for new ideas, especially if they're about interesting things. But that is it for this week, guys. We're out. We will be back next week with more.